0: All right, welcome back to Primal Athletics Radio. Um, Another episode today, we're going to be digging into kind of how to accomplish things that you're looking to set out to accomplish, um, how how sacrifice plays a role in that, um, and in specific, some some examples that we can pull from members we have here at the box um, and from our own personal experience. So Eric's going to talk on a member um, who recently kind of... Put this into perspective for us um, in terms of how bad you want to do something. Yeah, she. W- so we have
1: a member, and she kind of inspired this like thought process because, um, or the idea for this podcast, because she's been a member for over five years, and um, she recently like wants to go for this job, but the, the there's like a, a requirement that you have to be a certain BMI, and so uh, she has just like totally been killing it lately with being super consistent working with a nutritionist um to get that BMI down and I just thought that was a cool example of how you know like maybe in the previous five years that she's been here you know she's wanted to get fit and like we've seen some progress and stuff for sure um but now that um she has something that is like super motivating for her and something she wants bad she's doing whatever it takes to get it. So I thought that was a cool um, example. Um, and yeah, so and even though like BMI is kind of a ridiculous and kind of a stupid metrics, you know, you could look at that and be like, you know, use that as an excuse, but um, even despite that, she was like, whatever I'm gonna make it
0: make it work, you know It's so. awesome. You think having that like having that discreet, um, like goal is maybe like the impetus that's making her behavior change. Like maybe yeah. before the first you know couple of years, it could have been like a loose goal of I just want to you know improve general fitness. I want to keep moving. But now there's like a specific, discreet. Um, you know, you make it or you don't make it. Right. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that helped
1: for sure. I think, and it, and it just it puts it in your mind constantly. So. I think another example of this, like most people have had, like that like relationship or partner, that crush, whatever, and like you you can't think about anything else, you know, and like you you kind of like do whatever would. it takes to try to to um, like swoon that person or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, and I think when when you want something bad enough, it's like you 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 can't stop thinking about it, um, and so I think thinking about something constantly, um, is gonna, is gonna help achieve it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, a, a daily practice, right? To, if you, if there's something you want to set out to do or a person you want to set out to become, it's not like, um, it's not like there's, uh, like a specified road. It's just like every day you have to remind yourself of where you're heading and then try to align your behaviors to bring you in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, Sometimes the hardest part for people is the consistency needed, like every day, um, to re you know recalibrate in the direction you're trying to go. Right.
1: Yeah, consistency is like the secret potion for almost everything uh, when you're trying to achieve something. So I think when you when you're like obsessed with something and you're thinking about it constantly, then it just
0: it makes it that much
1: easier to be consistent about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, this
0: kind of tie, it ties in with uh, the nutrition uh, challenge that we kind of have going right now. Um, and Zach can speak on that a little bit more. But it's kind of based on this whole you know, ideology of, of changing your habits um, step by step, but not in this big, massive shift.
2: Yeah, exactly. And anyone who's in the, the nutrition course right now, you've heard me preach it. I just keep telling you guys, just keep coming back. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress. And it's uh, just consistency. And uh, it does does come down to understanding why you're doing it and and, and wanting it enough, like you guys are saying as well. Um, if you if you in or if you're in the challenge right now, you've done this exercise, but it's something uh, you guys can do. Listening right now, grab a piece of pen and paper. I highly recommend writing it down. Um, get all your thoughts out on it and, and, and reference this every once in a while. Uh, this is something called the five whys. This was uh, originally developed by the Toyota company, actually uh, Toyota Motor Corporation. They they use this. In their among, amongst their company and amongst their employees to figure out like why they're doing something and uh, if it's worth pursuing or not and you can use it for your everyday life uh, I usually use it with my nutrition clients so you can use it for your health and fitness your business decisions your personal life decisions it really helps kind of dig down to uh, why you're doing something and it's as simple as just asking the question why five times um, so you make a statement of what you want what you want to do. For example, if someone is speaking about their health, they might say, I want to get be- I want to get in better shape. And the first question would be, why do you want to get in better shape? And maybe that person says, like, I want to lose my gut and maybe build some muscle in my upper body. And then again, you ask, well, why do you want to lose your gut and build some muscle? Uh, and maybe that person says, because then I'll be able to take my shirt off at the beach. And then, so why is taking the shirt off at the beach important? Uh, because when I look good, I feel good about myself. Uh, why do you want to feel good about yourself? Because when I feel good about myself, I'm more assertive and more confident. And why do you want to be more assertive and more confident? That's that fifth why. Because when I'm more assertive and more confident, I'm in control and better able to get what I want out of life. So by simply asking the question why five times, we can really get a lot of insight much deeper than just I want to get in better shape. I think everyone can relate to I want to get in better shape. We all do no matter what shape you're in. Uh, But asking the question why five times to yourself. And really digging deep can give you that insight and, and know what your drive is, or maybe you you think you want something, and you learn something else by asking those five questions too. So it's a great way to kind of dig down to what you're doing and why you want to do it.
0: Right. And I feel like it's a lot easier to, um, I guess, get started on that path when you find like that deeper meaning of it's maybe it's a more uh, worthwhile goal to like you know have better life quality and be more in control of your life, like you're saying. But on the surface it looks like you just want to get in shape mm-hmm. but then you realize after digging through those like layers like an onion yeah um it's just a method to get there right? yeah. it's not a superficial goal although it sounds like a superficial goal mm-hmm. but it's leading to like you know something that's like completely you know paramount to your life and your your daily existence <laughs> onions man <clears throat> so have you guys do you have any
1: examples in your lives where there's been something you've wanted real bad and like you can't think of anything else and you've accomplished that goal i know
0: you have (laughs) we're sitting in it
2: Uh, (laughs) i mean yeah i mean i'm sitting here too like this is this is my dream job and this is all i thought about for years from the second i seriously the second i started crossfit i was like i know this is what i need to be doing uh, and I worked other jobs for years before becoming a CrossFit coach while doing CrossFit. And all I could think about at work was like, I can't wait to get out of here and go to the gym and exercise and do this. And the, the thought of coaching was always in the back of my mind. Okay. And then th- when I got my level one and just started spraying my resume everywhere and emailing everybody I could and th- just like checking my email constantly for something, someone to get back to me. Like, yeah. like you said, like, it's all you think about. That's all I wanted to do. And looking back five years ago like sitting where I am today like my, me from five years ago would be like hell yeah you did it All right. Like that's what I wanted yeah.
1: <laughs> and like you've like there were some pretty big things that you did like to get where you are like you I mean like a little like the thing you've mentioned before is like you send an email and you're like I'll do anything cleaning bathrooms whatever like yeah, any, yeah. Anything
2: to start I think my you. first email to you was like, yeah. I don't care if it's scrubbing toilets, like I right. would just like a job, right. even if you don't pay me. Like, right. just let me come in. Yeah, which and is like
1: that's pretty amazing.
2: In the first, I mean, six or seven months I worked here or was shadowing here. I was working a full time job, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I was working second shift, so working three to eleven thirty, getting home at midnight, going to bed at one waking up at four in the morning, driving an hour to Nashua to shadow Sarah for a few hours in the morning, going back home and sleeping for like two hours and going back to work. I did that for six months and it sucked. but it was yeah. as tired as I was. It was like the times I was here, I was like, this is what I want. Like, this is what I'm working for and it will be worth it in the end.
1: Yeah. And then when you first found CrossFit, were you still like drinking at that point at all?
2: I did. Uh, actually, yeah, I was. I was. Cause, yeah.
1: Because like I... I, I think that's pretty amazing too that you were like sober and because that's like changing habits mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things to do and I don't know if yeah, I, mean, I started related in, at all like you could yeah. be a, a CrossFit coach if you're partying and
2: that was definitely yeah. part of it for yeah. sure uh, I started CrossFit in August, uh, April of 2014 and I got sober in November 2014 officially but inadvertently when I first started CrossFit I was so honed in on CrossFit and coming literally twice a day sometimes three times just to be in the gym because I loved it so much I wasn't even thinking about drinking and I, I went like three months without drinking not intentionally yeah. it's just like my mind was so set on this Right. and then I went back to it for a bit and then decided to clean up my act and it, it, this was definitely a driving factor like if I'm out right. partying every night or every weekend like yeah. that was going to take me seriously All right. that's yeah. pretty cool
0: It kind of brings about like, you know, I think common thread across anything that you ever want to pursue or achieve is like, there's going to be some level of sacrifice. And for the most part, like the bigger the sacrifice, the bigger the reward in the end. And, um, I think that gets lost sometimes, especially in like our culture. Um, currently there's a lot of, you know, there's a lack of like that delayed gratification mindset. Mm Um, and it's it's just like it's ancient wisdom, you know, that you need to give up what you have in the present so that your future is better. Um, And I think we need to kind of like remember that on a daily basis, uh, that like you're, you know, you're paying forward for your future, your future self, you're Mm -hmm. setting yourself up for success and give yourself some sort of like, um, what do they call it, like a mile mile view from the top. So you can kind of get like more perspective um, and step outside of like you know, just what you want in the moment.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to like, what are you willing to sacrifice in that moment, too? It's not what you want. Everyone wants something. It's easy to say you want something, but what are you willing to sacrifice to get to it?
0: Right. And right. that, I think that speaks so much about what if you actually want it or not. Exactly. Because you can say you want to be, you know, a CrossFit athlete. You know, you want to go to the CrossFit Games, or that's just an example. But if you're not doing what a CrossFit athlete does, then mm-hmm. you really don't want to be a CrossFit athlete.
2: Yeah. You like the thought Even, of it. You like the you're, thought
1: of it. yeah. Even like I think having abs is like the perfect example of that. Like everybody <laughs> wants abs. Yeah. But are you willing to like? eat well and exercise mm-hmm. and sleep well and like do these kind of daily habits that kind of suck so that
0: you can have abs yeah. like and that's perfect like kind of circling back around to uh our athlete here who has like this new goal um it's like now she's willing to sacrifice more and be here five days a week and get everything you know lined up how she wants yeah because um, she has this thing and and it shows that she actually wants to do it because she's here putting in the actual work that it's going to take to achieve, um, as opposed to just saying, like, that would be nice to do, or I hope I get this, I hope I get that. Right. Making it happen.
1: So, um, Tyler, what would you... So, like, what are you sacrificing now to kind of get your goals we talked about a little bit before the podcast?
0: Yeah. Um, I think, like, for me, I've just streamlined like where I, where I allocate my time and resources. Um, what I like really care about aside from just like, you know, family and that type of stuff on a personal level is like my fitness and my music. So almost every ounce of life force that I have goes into those things. Um, at the sacrifice of like, you know, personal life, being able to go out, being able to, um, I guess, explore other avenues uh i've kind of like you know streamlined and there's i get a lot in return um when i put in a lot so like just putting a lot of time and energy into my fitness and my music because those are the two things in my life that i you know care about and want to see return from um so it comes back to that sacrifice thing like i maybe don't have really any time to spend with friends like i used to or i don't have Um, Weekends free all the time to like make plans with people because I'm usually gigging or playing, Um, and that's just part of the that's just part of the deal, you know. Mm -hmm. If you want to achieve something, and same with like the fitness, if you want to reach for elite fitness, you have to put in the hours to build that and. I I think again It's just all like What you're willing to sacrifice um, And what your actions say I could say I want To be a musician But if I'm not Sitting and writing And practicing And playing every weekend Then I'm just full of shit Mm -hmm. You know And I know that uh, You've seen that On a big scale With this gym And opening You know Multiple uh, Businesses That It was an idea But then you sacrificed What you needed to sacrifice Even if it was like Completely Bringing you down To base level Right to get what you wanted and to start it
1: yeah I think it like the gym is a good example of I had this idea that I wanted to open a gym and I was like in no position to do that so like I had like I was I was selling cars before that like buying them at auction selling them and and um and cause I thought I loved cars and then I realized I don't love cars um <laughs> <laughs> uh, And, but through that process, I was like, I had like $20,000 in debt on like a credit card that I was like buying cars and selling them on. Um, and so that's like a pretty bad situation to be in, especially if you want to start a business. And then, um, and, uh, so I had like 20 grand in debt. I was, I had an apartment, um, you know, so I had like some overhead and stuff like that. Um and so like the sacrifices i make made i like moved back in with my mom um which no like 25 year old dude wants to do mm-hmm. uh, especially to be single that's like a bad way to meet women um but then uh,
0: more <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so yeah so i moved back home with my mom um i like sold my motorcycle um and then you know like crossfit at the time wasn't something that everybody knew about so when i was like going to these landlords like trying to find a you know one thousand, two thousand square foot um place there's tons of these empty buildings but landlords just wouldn't want uh to give it to me because they're like what what is crossfit it's 100 bucks a month are you kidding me who's gonna pay that plan of fitness is 10 bucks and and so it was just like it was a huge uphill battle and like if i didn't if i didn't want it then i would have like I would have been, I would have turned away many, many times. Um, but it's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, once I got the, um, once I found a landlord that was willing to do it, um, it was just like every free moment I had, I was in the gym, like building the rig, like painting, tearing up carpets, like just doing, doing stuff that is just like crappy work. But, um, but it was to the point where like I'd go home eat, sleep, and then when I woke up it was like I was excited to get back to work because it was it wasn't really work it was like it was kind of fun like I was building something you know so um, so yeah it's it's uh I think that's a good example of how like if you want something even if you're in kind of no position necessarily to get it you can you can you'll find a way.
0: there's a will way. yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at now. Yeah, you know, you got to start somewhere, right? Um, I'd like to pose the question in this kind of arena of what we're talking about. Um, Do you think like that sort of mental resolve is something that you can learn and develop, or, or some people might be of the camp of like, you know, there's type A personalities, there's go getters, there's people who are born to go get things and to work or is it something that we can hone and develop even if you're like the most unmotivated person you think you're like lazy mm.
2: right are I, there i are definitely there tactics? you can cultivate that right yeah I, I believe that as well i mean i call myself out I, I think i'm inherently a pretty lazy person um naturally i'd like to just lounge around all day but i think when it, i've never felt the drive for anything like i have when i found what i loved and I, I think that's piece of the part of it, too, is like you if you're not driven towards something, it's probably not what you're meant to be doing. And okay. I truly believe that. Yeah. And when I found CrossFit, it was like, all right, throw everything else out the window. What do I have to do to make this a part of my life? So I, I yeah. think you can definitely cultivate that. And it definitely comes naturally to, more, to some people more than others. So you said it's a different types of personalities. Some people are just go getters but I think you can learn and build that when you have something that you're going to get that's worthwhile.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think like, um, it, it depends on the situation too. Like I, I'm the same way. Like I would consider myself like not a very like mentally tough. Like I'm, I'd consider myself like, you know, lazy at times. But when I had that kind of like carrot in front of me, then I'll, then I'll like work my butt off, you know? So whether that, that was like opening the gym and, you know, and then eventually, like Sarah and I got an apartment together, and like I felt like, all right, that's pretty cool. But then it's like, all right, we need to move the gym further so that we can like live like adults and like get a house. And then it's like, all right, we need to move the gym further, and and you just kind of keep finding these these new uh, goals and targets to hit. And it's like, if you, if you want them bad enough, then you'll push for them. But and through that process, I've I think I've built like a lot of mental resolve like if I look at myself 10 years ago compared to now like I'm, I'm much more um mentally tough or I have more resolve because I've kind of gone through those processes I think um but yeah I think it can definitely be learned
0: I heard a great quote and I forget who said it or what context it was in but um it was it basically boiled down to that the universe rewards courage So, like, the more courageous you are and the bigger leap of faith you take in the direction that you feel pulled in, the bigger the support you'll get from the universe or whatever you want to call it, God, Mm -hmm. the world. Um, So it's like when you invest that, like, courage that you're going to take a step into the unknown, it's like the world meets you and, like, guides you, um, provides you with opportunity. But if you never take that step in that direction... the doors will never open they'll never even be the opportunities there Mm -hmm. Um, that was just like a really cool I guess like boiled down phrase that you know the world Mm. rewards courage
1: yeah yeah it's I mean if you don't take a risk then you'll never get the reward you know
2: yeah I mean if you fail at that risk you can still learn something from it maybe it pushes you in a different direction where you're supposed to be anyways
0: right that's the fun of this existence I think sometimes is like <clears throat> in, the, in the scariness of it, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> which is part of the fun,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that that's a good example of when you want something bad enough, like failures just become like learning, um, or you know, times to learn, yeah. Um, and same with like obstacles, like you know, if if there's an obstacle, if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way around it, like no matter what, um, and then, yeah, no no mistakes they just become like experiences to help Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um yeah i think just our like perspective on what it means to fail needs to change like overall Mm -hmm. like when you see like fail you think of like a big fat red f on a report card yeah i failed the test man like i'm a freaking failure but it's like those things are necessary in order to move forward Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and like that it's, it's so cliche when you hear like from all these um like super successful people they're always like the only reason i succeed is because i failed x amount of times or whatever mm-hmm. but it's like everybody says that yeah there's like, there's like there's no far. straight
1: shots to success right. mm-hmm. like but i learned a lot through like having a little like dealership on my own and it, it failed miserably but like i <laughs> learned a lot from it you know
0: yeah yeah And I, I brought up uh this guy before on this podcast but um I'm still reading his book, so he's fresh in my mind. But Dr. Jordan Peterson says uh, he's a clinical psychologist, and he he studies a lot of, like, you know, behavioral stuff. He says people tend not to, um, like, make a discrete goal because then they know when they failed. Like, they don't like to have, like, you know, a discrete objective because if they don't reach it, then they feel bad about themselves. But I think that, um, you know, in the terms of, like, what we're talking about, that's not a bad thing whether you know you failed or succeeded. Right. Like that's valuable information if you want to move forward. So go out, try some cool things, challenge yourselves, don't be afraid to fail, yeah. and make some sacrifices.
1: Yeah, find something
0: that you want bad. Bad, bad.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then ask the owner to scrub toilets. <laughs> <laughs> then
0: ask them why. Five <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you next time.